0: Welcome to the Michigan Minds podcast, a quick and informative analysis of today's top issues from University of Michigan faculty. My name is Alec Gallimore, I'm the Robert J. Vlasic Dean of the College of Engineering at the University of Michigan. I've been a faculty member here now for a few years, let's say. And I love the fact of the students coming back. I think it's one of the most exciting times of the year. And I'm looking forward to having more of our students come back. Many of our students are here and have been here. And so I think it's very exciting. But it's going to be a very different year. I think it's going to be an exciting year in a number of ways. It's going to be a time when the students have to be more intentional about how we interact with with each other. Clearly, we're going to be doing uh, things that we haven't done before. Things like everyone's got to wear masks. When people are around, when I'm walking around the building, I have my mask on. Uh, Socially distancing is critically important. That's something we practice as well. Frequent hand washing, really limiting the number of people who gather in one space is critically important. But all this to say that it's really important that we each understand that we have a personal responsibility. Uh, We have a responsibility not only to take care of ourselves, but to take care of each other. And so I think it's going to be critically important if we do those things, or should I say, when we do those things, I think we're going to find that we're going to have a wonderfully enriching experience from the research elements, having our students and our postdocs come back and do research to having our undergraduates and our graduate students in the classrooms and the labs, in the dance studios, et cetera, coming back and doing things we do, which is provide world-class education. The College of Engineering has done quite a bit of investment in terms of making sure that any mode or modality of education we provide is first class. Um, for a long, long time, uh, we've been doing, a, I think, an exemplary job in terms of the residential learning experience through our investment of our own Center for Research and Learning and Teaching to our recent launch of Immersed, which is a way of experiential learning on campus. But we've also, over the course of the last few years, through the formation of our Nexus Online and Remote Learning Office, really doubled down in our ability to teach remote and online in a way we've done before. We've had a research uh, and a teaching symposium, actually, over the course of the summer, so that our faculty members are uh, learning the very best in terms of the most effective ways of teaching remotely and online. We've invested in the formation of nine high performance recording studios. And what we're finding is our faculty members are looking at the difference in what online provides versus residential provides and allows us to do things we've never done before. So for instance, this notion of recording our lectures ahead of time, uh, so you can have asynchronous remote learning, but using in-class sessions to do things like having flipped classrooms, discussion sessions, et cetera we're also using virtual reality and augmented reality in a way we haven't done before, in part to de-densify our laboratory courses. And so in many cases, what we're having is we're having remote students take labs by actually having a virtual reality experience as well. So this allows us to try new things, and it's not things that are just going to be used while this pandemic um, sort of rages, but things that are going to actually put us in a position of advantage going forward. It's sort of a, a way of changing the way we do education going forward. So for the coming year, to be clear, all of our large sections and classes, those are defined at larger than 49, will be taught remotely or taught online our smaller sections where there's available space giving the need for social distancing, that might be something like 15 or less. Those will be in-person, residential, if you will. The ones in between, though, that's where we have a lot of the hybrid. And the hybrid may be, for example, where one group of students will come in for classes while the other is taking classes remotely and then switch, if you will, maybe a maze group and a and a blue group comes in for, for lectures, et cetera. But it's really by using this, this notion of remote, hybrid and um, in-person allows us to do things very differently that we've done before. As I mentioned, uh, for laboratory courses, what we're trying to do is we're trying to prioritize things that really are best done in-person on campus, things like laboratory courses, things like experiential learning opportunities, things like capstone design courses, things that are critically important for engineering education. So we're prioritizing those and the spaces that we have to allow our students to engage in those on campus. Of course, we have to de-densify and things of that nature, which is why we're bringing in things like, for example, instead of having three of our learners engage in a laboratory experiment at once with a GSI. We may only have one person with the GSI, but we may actually have webcams bring in others so that the other uh, people remotely can engage in the experiment. Again, we're using modeling and simulation to a larger degree than we have in the past. Uh, We're sending kits home, for example, for those students who can't come to campus for a variety of reasons to make sure that they can do their experiments. And then also we're engaging the use of other technologies uh, advanced simulation, cameras, but also a virtual reality and mixed reality to be able to really round out the experience our students have uh, in these laboratory courses. First and foremost, we're taking a holistic look and saying, uh, asking ourselves and saying, what is it that we're trying to get out in terms of instruction to our learners? So we're not just saying, let's do the things we've done in the past and maybe tweak them but actually stepping back and saying, what are the essential elements, the ingredients of instruction we're trying to provide to our, our students? And in some cases that allows us to rethink the way we're doing the labs. So it's not even the modality in which we're providing the labs and the experiments, but actually the labs themselves. So for example, we might be looking at things like case studies and trying to understand why things are not operating the way that we thought they would because of incomplete knowledge of physics and things of that nature and how random processes enter into things the use of demonstration the much greater use of modeling and simulation computational modeling which frankly is more akin to what's happening in industry in many cases we've used experiments as a way to provide new learners access to the material in a way that's if you will tactile and hands-on And what we're finding is we're able to do that through modeling and simulation as well. So I'm not saying we're gonna do away with in-person experiments, but what I'm saying is this this combination of modeling and simulation plus experiments, plus these new technologies, for example, remote experimentation, virtual reality, et cetera, really allows us to change the mix that we, we have access to, to improve the education of our students. We've had hundreds and hundreds of our faculty members and staff members working right now as we speak, actually making sure that anything from where do students go between classes so that they can uh, find a place to perch that's safe to how do we make sure our classroom uh, experiences are safe but also one where our learners can really get the most out of the instruction. So I can't uh, stress enough how really Thrilled I am by the work that our community is doing, really, to provide the very best educational opportunities for all of our learners Uh, when we start up again this fall. Thank you for listening to the Michigan Minds Podcast, a production of the University of Michigan. Join the conversation on social media with hashtag UMichImpact.